Buckle up for one of our favorite segments on the Flyover Conservative podcast. We have somebody that's a former Fox News producer, worked at the MLB, Newsmax, and is currently the producer of The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson. She also is fluent, fluent, fluent in sarcasm, she is. which makes this segment exceptionally fun. Brianna Morella. Thank you all. I'm excited to be here. This is well, my favorite in, time of the week. Yeah. Oh, we love it. This is such a highlight for us. In-studio audience loves you. They were camping out all week, oh, yeah, all they've night been waiting. before, <laughs> just waiting to catch catch this spot. Well, this is where we, we go through your Twitter. We get the director's comment. You know, it's like you, you see somebody comment on things, and it's like, oh, that was good, or yeah. that was, but we want more. It kind of, mm-hmm. you know, Twitter's good, but it's kind of like a Costco sample. You know, they, they, they're they there yeah. kind of schlepping their goods, and you're like, oh, I want to, uh, that was good, I want more. And your your Twitter feed is incredible. Uh, you got thousands and thousands of followers, but you, you, you sort through all of the events going on in the world and sort of, it helps us to see like what's a big deal and what's yeah. not and what's your take on it. So we're going to throw some of these at, at Brianna today and, and I'm excited. get her take. I'm we're going to first go I'm, against the the Dems. Uh, what does Robin Bullock call him? The Democrats? Sometimes. I think that's what he calls Sometimes. them. Sometimes. Right, exactly. But the first one is Democrat politicians are encouraging higher gas prices to push you towards electric cards. This is all about growing the market for China's rare earth minerals. Now, that is a fascinating uh, thing that you pointed out there. Yeah, yeah, people don't realize. So we are very reliant on China for their rare earth minerals. And it's such a boring topic. I remember being at Fox Business and nobody wanted to really talk about it. But it was very important because everyone knew it's kind of a snooze fest of a topic. But it's really important to understand we get our rare earth minerals, the things that are in your cell phones and and make those, you know, the EV cars power and charge and all of that. That all comes now from China. And and so when we're pushing this Green New Deal and EV use and stuff like that, we are uh, essentially uh, promoting EV cars and promoting China. And uh, unfortunately, uh, we should not be doing so, but the administration right. has other views, of course. So it's at Brianna Morello on Twitter. It's worth it. If, if you're not very active and if you're like me on Twitter, you're kind of more of a tourist, it's worth going there just Definitely. to follow her. There's a couple that are, uh, you kind of keep it interesting. You keep the, keep the battle going on in there so that the left is at least hearing an occasional it's conservative true. concept. Let's jump into something that's not boring and, and is uh, very interesting. <laughs> uh, this is this is going to be a long-burning fire here. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about the president of the United States. He is considered a pedophile by his own son. His own son. How is this not consuming the corporate media cycle right now? Um, devastating insinuations mm-hmm. from his own daughter in her diary, but, but his own son calls him pedo Pete. What's up with that? Yeah, well, nothing ever came of that. Isn't it the strangest thing in the world? I mean, the it president is. of the United States is being accused of being a pedophile, and we hear nothing about it. No one's nope. speaking about it. No one's talking about it. Um, I, we rarely even heard Fox covering it. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. Listen, yes, there are allegations, but when it's both of your kids, hello, uh, that's extremely suspicious and sh- extremely concerning for all of us, and it should be at least. But for some reason, no mm-hmm. one's talking about it. Listen, I took pedophilia very seriously, and for some reason, I feel like under this administration, They've been trying to ease us closer into normalizing it a bit. And um, I think by not discussing these allegations that that the president faces from his own two children are deeply concerning. But it, it you know, 
it helps my argument saying that this administration is sympathetic and trying to normalize pedophilia. And I think that's what we're seeing today. Well, I Man, think that's that so the entire true. party is. They, well, not just the party, because you even pointed out that, you know, we're even hearing it when uh, we're watching TED Talks and, you know, they're even talking about pedophilia there and trying to normalize it. And this is something you pointed out. You said there seems to be this push to normalize pedophilia. It is not just a Democratic Party issue. We have folks pretending to uphold conservative values while advocating and defending convicted pedophiles. This should be the one issue both parties should have zero tolerance for. What that you, is so true. Elaborate on that a little bit. Exactly. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so this all started with a, with a man who's running for Congress in New York, Carl Palladino. We had him on originally in, on Emerald Show to discuss uh, gun legislation in New York that he was looking to challenge. Uh, we were very interested in that. I booked him around 11 o'clock in the morning on uh, a Wednesday, and he was going to come on, on Thursday. Well, a couple of hours after I booked him, I got an alert from the New York Post saying that he has, and he's admitting that he has, a convicted pedophile working in his campaign. Now, the details behind it are disturbing. This individual has worked for him for years. And in fact, he was caught with child pornography on his company computer. So essentially what that would be is this pedophile downloaded child pornography on Carl's computer because he was the company owner at the time. Now, you would think this is deeply concerning. This is somebody who he should have fired. Unfortunately, he didn't fire them. Uh, Emerald grilled him on the show a little bit, and he completely dismissed um, really kind of any any kind of criticism for this individual. He said he paid his dues even though he's still serving his 10-year probation. He didn't go to jail. He's serving 10 years probation. Um, and, and he never lost his job. Uh, and this individual mm-hmm. wasn't happy that we asked him because I guess he feels like because he's a conservative, he's coming on a conservative show, and we're not going to ask the hard questions, but we're fair. We Pedophilia is not a political issue, mm-hmm. and it should nope. never be. So Emerald asked him. He wasn't happy. He sent me some text messages letting me know that he wasn't happy. Um and then his comms director was somebody who um, I, I've just known from social media, and he's in New York. So I've just kind of we've had some brush ups, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. But uh, I guess the best way to describe it is he was trying to promote his candidate without um, talking down the pedophilia that they wow. have promoted by having a pedophile working in their campaign. And so I came at them on, on Twitter a bit, and that was kind of the reaction, the summary of all of it. It's not a political issue. should never be. Nope. Uh, no. I find it to be quite disturbing. It's not a political issue. It doesn't even need to be a religious issue or anything nope. else. It, it, it's something you inherently know. There's, It's impossible to have a consensual sexual relationship with an underaged person. And that is a little bit of the topic mm-hmm. that's getting diluted. Yep. You know, is yep. it, well, what age? What age? All of them. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, all of them. I don't give it 17. All of them. Couldn't, it's, it's couldn't not, he have gotten in trouble with it, uh, Carl, with it, all of that being on his computer? Yeah, well, it's his company computer. And so they knew that it wasn't him as the individual, what it looked like, who downloaded it. So he got in trouble for downloading the, 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 the pedophile got in trouble mm-hmm. for downloading on the computer, not Carl. I guess he can't really hold him accountable because, you know, when someone takes their device home or, or is right. working in the corner of an office, you can't really tell what they're doing essentially. So you can't hold them accountable from that aspect, but it's his job. I mean, any normal person would fire you for using yes. your yeah. computer to download child porn. So no doubt about that it. He didn't. We're looking into it though. That's good. Keep on it. All yep. right. This, this is going to be just a real quick one because when I saw this, I, yeah. uh, it says Bill de Blasio dropped out of his congressional race. And then I immediately thought your next line, how many of you even knew Bill de Blasio was even running for Congress? <laughs> I didn't even know. We do this every day. We're talking news every day. I'm like, Bill, De- he's still living? I thought he died from COVID or something. I hadn't heard from the guy. 
Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, no one's heard from him, thankfully. Um, but, you know, some report did a really good story on this and said pretty much the only reason why he ran for Congress was because he had debts. And with those debts, he was able to, because he had his whole presidential run, was, which obviously was a failure, but he, he brought on some debts because of that. And so his congressional campaign, uh, they believe he was never serious about running for Congress. And in fact, he was just trying to fundraise to pay off those previous debts. And um, they said there's about $700,000 uh, I believe that he uh, was able to raise, and so he could use that now to pay off those debts. It, it's just, Bill, go away. Your, your it's political a mess. future yep. is done. It's gone. Yeah, a massive need. He is a big mess. So what's going on in New York City and illegal immigrants? So you had this tweet. New York City Mayor Eric Adams referred to the influx of illegal immigrants as a real burden on his city's resources. And we got a we got an image. This isn't from from your Twitter feed, but it's it's one of says is Democrat in New York City Eric <laughs> Adams says influx. This is a quote: influx of illegal immigrants is a real burden on New Yorkers. Food, clothing, yeah. school. This is going to impact our schools. There's just a whole host of things that this is going to produce, and that's common sense. If <laughs> you if, don't say, you know, uh, <laughs> if, if I would have allowed twenty extra kids to come into our house when we were growing up, there probably would not have been enough for our own children, you know, in our household, it kind of makes sense. But he, sometimes when you say something that makes sense on the left, it's not uh, received well. It's not. And I, thankfully I have not seen anyone really go after him for this, but it's common sense. I mean, listen, New York city's public schools are awful. They are awful. They're, they're, they're not ran well. Um, The, the amount of teachers to student ratio is pretty concerning. I think it's around 30 or usually around that figure. So it's, it's pretty upsetting. So now you're you're literally flying illegal migrants from the southern border to New York City, and New York City can't turn them down. They have to provide them with an education. They have to provide them with food, mm-hmm. with clothes, and all these other sure. things. So he's 100% correct, and it's common sense. Listen, we know what it's going to do. But I also think it's important to understand uh, they attempted in New York City to uh, push for non-U.S. citizens to vote. And due to the New York Constitution, that was shot down by a court. So um, I, I think this, you know, illegal migration promotion that they were once doing when they were paying for college tuition and doing all these things, incentives to get illegal migrants to New York, I think that will suddenly stop and they realize that there's no votes at the end of this. So there's really nothing in it for them. So I think uh, that's why they're very quiet and they have not said anything after Eric Adams made those comments. Yeah, all right. so true. Let's jump over to Sleepy Joe. Yep, Sleepy Joe tested positive for COVID after being vaccinated twice and double boosted. At what point... Do we all do all vaccinated folks get together and start demanding answers? That is such a great point. I got this. This I shared this on our <laughs> Telegram the other day. It says my dog got three rabies vaccines in a year and then still got rabies. I'd start asking questions. Yes. When, yeah. when are people yeah. going to ask questions about this, Brianna? I mean, you should. You should. I mean, what did you take? See, listen. They jumped on us. And they had no problem jumping on us and telling all of us unvaccinated people that we were killing people. This was going to be, according to Joe Biden, what was this, the, the winter of death and severe illness. Um, and, and it is, but not for the va- unvaccinated. It's for the vaccinated now we're seeing. Uh, Joe Biden almost a year ago lied to us and told us that if you got the vaccine, you were never going to get COVID. And we're noticing that anyone who's been boosted is the ones who are getting COVID. Um, you know, we don't wish ill on palm people, but we, we do not want to forget the times where they attempted to pin this country up against the unvaccinated. They bullied us. They 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 fired us from our jobs. They pushed us out of just social events, uh, baseball games, football games, all of that if you didn't get your vaccines. Um, so you can't forget what they did to you. And and one more thing, I see a lot of conservatives, oh, I'm going to pray for Joe Biden. That's great. I, and I totally agree with you on that. 
But remember, these were the people when when Donald Trump contracted COVID, they were cheering for his death on the Mm -hmm. left and they were all encouraging it. So we could have that. And I'm very okay with being, you know, positive and and not stooping to their level, of course. But remember that these people cheered on Donald Trump's death when they thought he was going to die from COVID-19. And I think it's really important to remember well, exactly you know, right. because it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated, yep. but it's actually become a yeah. pandemic of the uh, fearful. And, yeah, uh, that's you know, the true. Ones fit. I guarantee he did not go into the hospital, get treated with remdesivir and put on a, a uh, you know, a breathing tube. That is exactly you know, right. right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is our last one for today. Just sitting back and watching old press conferences with President Donald Trump. Man, I miss him. I do, too. I miss that so much. Who else misses having a president that knew how to formulate a sentence? That is a great question. This is such like a this great response. meme. I love this. So, sometimes I just misses the way I miss the way he said China. China. You know, little Kermit, little baby Kermit. Yeah. No, it was great. There's a lot of things I miss about him. I mean, this president is an embarrassment. On Wednesday, he told us he had cancer. Now on Thursday, he's got COVID. Uh, but don't yep. worry, guys, it's a slip up. He doesn't have cancer. No, 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 no. He, he just slipped that up. I mean, come on. No president in this country's history has ever told you he had cancer. Then the White House come out and say, oh, no, no, no. He doesn't have cancer. That's never happened in our country's history. No. And then the media sat well, here. It's, it's, it's like, true. Back his defense. It's yeah. true. Well, he almost said word for word the same thing up to the point of cancer. But last time it was asthma. You know, yeah. so it's like, I don't even know if because he the, has the any oil, idea. oil slicks on his windshield. He was a kid. You know, yep. what, what's troubling about this is we could joke about it, but they actually are changing the transcripts of these briefings as a historical reference. It doesn't show that he said these things. Unbelievable. They correct his words in the transcripts that are given over. You know, Emerald yeah. was on the White House lawn throughout uh, the, the, the Trump term. Yeah, He was fully accessible. Maybe yeah. the most accessible president in our history. This one might be the least, and he rules the most with yeah. executive orders like a king. Where, yeah. how, how do how do we handle that? Yeah, it's deeply concerning. I mean, it, it's really really hard, especially when you look at Tucker Carlson, who did that that exclusive a couple mm-hmm. of days ago, saying that he has to be drugged up to go out there, yep, yep. Um, and, and to face the American people every day because he just can't formulate a sentence properly anymore. Um, I don't I don't know where we go from here. The alternative is Kamala Harris, and she's awful. And that's why they picked her. They picked her because she was she had a low approval rating during the primaries, and and they pushed her through. And so you know, our country doesn't deserve this. What's going on right now? I don't think we deserve having a president who can't think for himself. Um, but the alternative is also not good, and so it puts us in a really dark situation right now. I don't know if there really is a solution to to you know to do to handle this. You know. As you mentioned, Emerald uh, was at the White House, and she did have a little bit of dealings with the Biden administration, I believe uh, a little bit less than a year, but they wouldn't call on her, and they wouldn't call on her because she wouldn't provide them with her questions in advance. And now you see these White House yep. press uh, press pools coming out and saying, oh, we don't want to keep giving up our questions in advance, and now they're speaking up for themselves. Emerald was doing this a long time ago, wow. and they all neglected to stand up for her, stand up with her. So they're cowardly. So I, I have low expectations for both this administration and the press, unfortunately. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, Emerald Robinson, uh, if people, if you don't follow her on Substack, you're missing out. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to even compare, but like mentally, Emerald Robinson compared to anybody they put behind the podium in the Biden administration. <laughs> we're talking, yeah. it's like, it's like Michael Jordan versus like a kindergartner, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes yeah. to basketball, she is 
intellectually so far superior yep. to anybody that they put there. They they couldn't handle her questions. They couldn't. They couldn't. And that's why they wanted them in advance because they wanted to see how they could spin it. Um, you know, we we call in all the time. I call in all the time to these these uh, White House meetings and it's just meetings with the press. And it's, sometimes they're off the record, but you could ask questions. You could do all these things with them. Uh, I've never gotten called on at all. Um, they they seem to have their select media group, like New York Times and, <laughs> yep. and CBS you, News. Come in with glasses and, and a mustache, you know, with those little yeah. big nose kind of things. And <laughs> I told them, Rob, I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm Brianna Morello with the New York Times. There you <laughs> go. I get called on one day. Yeah. <laughs> that would be posted. interesting for sure. <laughs> So Brianna yeah, Morelli, yeah. you can follow her on Twitter when you just go to B-R-E-A-N-N-A-M-O-R-E-L-L-O. But you can also find her when you go to Absolute Truth and you see Emerald on uh, Frank Speech. But also, you are now the Florida reporter as well for yeah. Absolute Truth. So you'll be able to see there as well. Busy, busy. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's been good. You know, we're grabbing all these exclusive stories on Monday. We're going to be discussing the latest story about how Chinese investors are uh, purchasing land, they purchased over $6 billion of the land last year in the United States. And largely that was both in Florida and California. So we reached out to both the Florida governor and the California governor. And you're never going to guess what we got back in response from both of them. On Monday? You'll be on Monday. Be on Monday. Oh, what a tease. Wait People wait all weekend. Yes. Brianna, thanks for joining us again this week. Where are your hard-earned dollars going? Are they going to fund the deep state or are they going to fund the kingdom? And you know where you stand with a guy like Mike Liddell and MyPillow.com. And not only is he a great guy and he supports great causes, he makes the best products in the he world does, with in his categories. Yeah, 10-year warranties on their products. My favorite product when you go to MyPillow.com and you put the promo code FLYOVER right at the top, you get up to 66% off. Right now they're running a special on the slippers. They are my very favorite. I know I've talked about it many times, but these slippers are absolutely amazing. It is like she doesn't a leave the house without them hardly for your feet. In fact, a lot of times I'll put them in my purse. So if I'm wearing heels or something and my feet start hurting, I'll put on my slippers. They have this great bottom on them too, uh, that makes it really nice, and that they're not going to get ruined when you do go outside. And you know what? Every time you spend a dollar, you're voting. You're voting in a big way. Let's support Mike Lindell. He's supporting you. He's supporting our country. Let's support him. For more great content. Go to flyoverconservatives.com.